Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Straight up and this could be it. Conway is underneath it. Is this the moment New Zealand can finally celebrate? They certainly can. And that is a good old-fashioned hiding. Whatever way you look at it. A good old-fashioned hiding, all right. 25 past 11 here, mornings with Ian Smith. Ricardo in for Smithy, who is, of course, at the World Cup. And he joins us now out of Melbourne. Uh, g'day, Smithy. How how gratifying was it to be able to say that was a hiding at the end of that commentary? Yeah, I wasn't rehearsed. And I, it's been about, well, I think 13 years since I've been able to say it over here, Ricardo. So, uh, look, hey, it wasn't that a special night. It was the one hell of a performance. So, I mean, I, I, I've got to be honest. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Mm. Uh, I didn't think we were playing that well. Um, I, I just thought we'd have this horrible uh, Australian phobia carry on. In fact, we couldn't knock them over, particularly over here. There's so many things, you know, as we, we built into that game. I, was, I, I, I wasn't hopeful, I'll be honest. Uh, but as it unfolded, and very, very quickly, when Finn Allen got stuck in, I thought, hello, this is, this is different. This is not uh, the way things normally happen over here. It just got better. It just got abs- throughout the night. It just got better and better. Uh, I was working with and around a, a lot of Australian people who <clears throat> were pretty um, in awe of the way that we played, and absolutely disappointed in the way that they did. Because now their team is under so much pressure. Their World Cup could uh, could finish any time. Yeah, well, it could do. I mean, that's the thing. The the Poms, um, you know, beat them up in the in the season uh, the series before this, didn't they? So they know that the English aren't just gonna gonna roll over like they've done in the past either. No, that's true. Uh, they've got a, uh, every game is huge in a, in a World Cup, as you know. But uh, every game is all of a sudden because of their uh, run rate situation. It's even bigger than that. Uh, they've got uh, a couple of games coming up this week, including one against England, which will be an absolute rip snorter back here at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. They're talking another crowd of around eighty to ninety thousand for that one as well. So, uh, and if they lost that, then I think they'd, they'd be in D. Um, and uh, if they win that and win it very well, they're back in the race and uh, puts puts more pressure back on us as well. So, it's been an intriguing World Cup. Uh, really intriguing World Cup, and, and it's you know it's only just begun. Yeah, I know. So many storylines, mate. We'll get to last night's game in a minute as well, because what a game that was. But um, do you think New Zealand maybe benefited from a bit of a team honesty session after the capitulation against South Africa? Is that where this has come from? I, I think so. Uh, you know, and I spoke to Gary Stead um, just before the team started to warm up the other day out in the middle of the SCG, and he, and he said, you know, in a, in a weird sort of a way, I was, I was quite glad it was rained off against uh, 
against India. And I said, why is that? He said, I just kind of felt we were done. We're, you know, we played a lot of cricket in a, in a short space of time. And I, I, he said, I think we just needed to just to take a couple of days away from it and, and just reassess rather than keep hitting the catches and keep working in the nets and things like that. He said, we just took a, a break and everyone sort of, I guess, looked inside their, their own game and, and what they needed to do. Uh, and and it, I, I thought that's, that's an interesting theory, but it worked. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and also, you know, I, I still, even when the, the first ball was bowled, was thinking, yeah, you know, this is a big crowd, this is a big occasion, and no Martin Guptill, and you know, we were, I, I know he's not been in the best of form lately, and he's he's playing in an unlike Guptill fashion, but. Should we still have him? Um, and then Finn Allen went going, got going, and uh, everything changed. It was it was quite incredible. Yeah, it, it was. It was. I mean, the, the the two at the top went really, really well. Um, a question for you though, it's something that I've, I've kind of thought for a little while. Is that it feels like the the game of T Twenty as it's played has evolved past the strengths of Kane Williamson, particularly post that elbow injury. Um, how far away do you think the Black Caps are from having an Aaron Finch moment with him? And and you know, is Guptill an option there at three? Maybe. Well, on the way, the way that it turned out the other night, uh, you know, we still got to two hundred, even though you know the, the run rate was pulled back a wee bit while Kane Williamson got set. Uh, his partnership with Conway turned out to be quite vital. You know, there's a lot of compelling reasons to say um, he did his job. Uh, quite clearly, um, in the the fielding aspect of it, the guys, uh, you know, fielded magnificently. Uh, the bowling plan was was quite clearly the right one, and every, everything that uh, Kane Williamson opted for the other night actually came off. So, I guess we have to put those sort of thoughts a little bit further to the back burner. But it's not far away because, as you say, the game is evolving, uh, and the ability to just ease your way into a T20 innings is, is disappearing at a rapid rate. Uh, Williamson, better player than, uh, than Finch at this point. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and Williamson's experience in his class. And uh, I think also psychologically, uh, we feel better about, and his teammates feel better about the name Kane Williamson being in the batting, uh, in the batting order. And I know the opposition probably think, well, there's a, there's a wicket we're going to have to really really fight hard for so you know he's there I mean he's there there's, no, there's absolutely no way in the world um, that uh, Kane Williamson won't be playing T20 cricket for a little while um, but you know he might have to reassess uh, his momentum uh, because the other night was per- it was a perfect performance absolutely perfect performance I couldn't think of uh, too many flaws when I left the ground as if to say well we could improve in that area because I don't think there were uh, and so you know, it, it worked the other night. It worked, and, and Williamson's approach turned out to be pretty, pretty damn good. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it'll be an ongoing issue though, um, because the game is demanding more and more all the time. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I'll put my hand up, um, Smithy, and say I've not always been the biggest fan of T20. I mean, I used to refer to it as hit and giggle, and it was kind of always the 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 least of the of, of the formats, if you like, for me that I paid attention to, and 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 things. Mm-hmm. And, and last night. I sat down to watch. We'd been out for dinner and came home for the for the Indian innings, and it got to about ten overs in, and they needed what 115 with six wickets in hand off the last ten overs, and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to happen. So I went to bed. Uh, wow, what a mistake that was! <laughs> it was the most amazing uh, sporting experience I think I've been to. Not because it was a, an amazing game of cricket, and it was, 
the atmosphere, Ricardo. I mean, I've been to a few. Uh, been to a few World Cup finals in terms of cricket and rugby. Never, never uh, in my history have I experienced anything like that in terms of atmosphere, in terms of passion, fervour. All sorts of uh, nouns come out there because it was just indescribable. We don't have it in New Zealand. Uh, we simply we can't replicate it because we just don't have that desire, that 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 inbuilt feeling uh, that we just have to win and we have to win it for country. We have to win it because they are the enemy across the border. Uh, you know, it's a game of sport, but it goes a lot deeper than that. And so, for ninety thousand two hundred and ninety odd people to be there. Uh, and, and to 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 go with the ebb and flow of it, staggering, absolutely staggering. I'll never see it again. I know that unless I, I see uh, Pakistan perhaps play India again in some world contest at a stadium that holds close on a hundred thousand. I'll never I'll never have that feeling again. And so I was so damn glad I was there and I was able to actually at times get out and amongst it. It was brilliant. Yeah, what a contest. What a contest. So I, I know that there's a lot being made of New Zealand beating Australia and, you know, I think a lot of Kiwi fans, a lot of the media getting a bit carried away that, oh, well, that's us in the semifinals now. There's a bit of work to be done. Uh, I've got to play the palms yet. Uh, Afghanistan, who probably looked like they lack firepower. But then you look at the Sri Lankans who lost their first game in the play-in um, but now look like they're on really good form, and, and even the Irish, who who kept the West Indies out of the uh, of the of the cup proper, uh, it's not going to be a walk in the park. The rest of this group, no, far from it. Far from a, a lay down Mazia. As you say, uh, England are a, a real force. Probably now favourites. The way I look at it, it's certainly in our group, they're the favourites. But uh, uh, you know we can beat them. We're, another performance like that the other night, um, we'd win the world. If we could play like that consistently, we'd be world champions mm. uh, because it was that faultless. But I, England presents a different kind of challenge. Um, you know, I think they're better um, all round, a better all round side uh, in terms of how they're playing white ball cricket. Australia might be just um, peaking a wee bit with some of their bowlers in particular, uh, and they may just be a little bit too predictable uh, and reliant too. Uh, for us, I, I could not understand why Steve Smith didn't play the other night. I, I, I absolutely thought New Zealand were a shot to either win when I saw Glenn Maxwell walking out at number four because he just isn't going to win you games with that long to go. He's a he's a thriller minute guy, but not for that long. Uh, and so it was just a question of time before he did something um, untoward and made a mistake. And we, we know what happened there. He played a reverse sweep too many and, and got knocked over. So they just didn't, I'm not sure about them, and now they've, um, it's, they're under so much pressure because of their run rate situation. Whatever they do, they have to do extremely well, extremely well to get their noses back into this competition. Yeah, they've got a lot to do. They've got a lot to do. You're, you're not wrong. It's, it's shades of 92? Shades of 92, perhaps. Um, 92 is a roll. Uh, this is just a one-off. Um, you know, uh, And there is a similarity there because... 1992, of course, who did we play first up? It was Australia. And we were not at all expected to win that game. Here we go, we go forward 30 years, and here we go again. We're playing Australia in a game we're not expected to win, and we barrel them. So, hey, maybe, maybe. Let's just um, take a rain check on that for another couple of games. But certainly um, back here on Wednesday at uh, the MCG, knock over Afghanistan with authority keep that run rate situation nice and positive. Uh, and then England again uh, coming up as a, a huge game. So 
I don't. I don't expect we're going to have problems with Ireland, um, Afghanistan, or for that matter, Sri Lanka. I, I think we're, we're clearly better than those three sides. Uh, the England one is, is huge because um, you know it's one we could lose. It's one we don't want to lose badly because that brings Australia back in. And there's all sorts of connotations here, but the, the big game for me is if, if England knock over Australia, that gives us a hell of a lift. Yeah, it does. That'll be that'll be huge if that happens, and that's pretty much the Aussies gone as well if that happens. Um, Smithy, just something else I, I wanted to talk to you about, and that's the demise of the West Indian cricket team. Uh, I mean, I thought this play-in tournament was maybe not a uh, formality for them, but I thought, well, they... This is the West Indies. They've got the, some of the best T20 players in the world. If you watch the IPL and tournaments like that, how how are they where they are? Well, for a start, most of those guys that play in the IPL aren't playing here, and therein lies the problem. They're just not available, or the West Indies won't pick them because they have chosen to uh, go the individual way rather than play play for their uh, national team. Uh, look, and, and having spoken to a couple of guys who've watched them of late in various competitions, the Pollards and the Russells, etc., the Bravos, they may have had their day, and the game might have moved past them as well, and not uh, the forces that they used to be. So the, the problem with the, the West Indies, they're just disjointed. Uh, they really are. Um, you know, they're made up of a lot of countries, and they all have their own cricket boards, and they all have their own way of doing things. Uh, there's always been a political aspect to West Indies cricket, and, and now it's in, it's such in such a mess uh, that it, it looks to me as if it's going to take a long, long time to recover because they don't have a lot of X factor amongst their cricketers either. A lot of them are just humdrum uh, players, and they they just lack they lack brilliance that you need to play in a competition like that these days. You know, they, they over a period of time are the most successful T20. Um, nation in the world they won it twice uh, you know and, and they, at that point everyone thought that this is their thing uh, but they have split apart Ricky Ponting said it uh, I read an article this morning where Ricky Ponting said it's um, it's disgraceful really from what they were to what they've become and how they've let that happen yeah, I mean, for me though, you know, the Brazil, you know, I, I quite, they're the Brazil of cricket. You know what I mean? They're, they're always the team that had the flair. They were everybody's second favourite team. You always wanted to watch them play, and uh, it's, it's yeah. really sad to see the demise of the West Indian cricket team. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, I, I grew up when I was a kid. I went and watched the, the, the West Indies play New Zealand at the Basin Reserve, and the maroon caps, and the, you know, the way they went about things, and the brilliance of their batsmen. I mean. They were, to me, um, one of the reasons that, that I loved cricket. A much, much better cricket team than New Zealand was. Uh, we had our heroes as well, but the, the West Indies just captured your imagination the way they played. Uh, and they were just brilliant athletes. Now, they're far from it. Far from it in terms of athleticism and skill. Um, and just the way they portray the game, that people don't look at them in that light anymore. So uh, it's quite sad because, you know, the world doesn't need weak teams, the world needs really good teams and, and, and excellent teams and uh, they aren't one of them, they're a long shot away from it at the moment. Yeah, they are indeed. Um, Smithy, before I let you go uh, Ed has texted through to ask if you remember him tipping out the Black Caps to beat Australia um, and uh, a few people wanting to know uh, your reaction to the Lions knocking over to Canterbury as well, I mean the Black Caps winning in Australia and, and Wellington winning in Canterbury it's, it's like some some parallel universe that we've slipped into. Yeah, where are we? Um, are we still are we still in this time zone? <laughs> no, hey, look, well done, Wellington. Um, you know, I, I didn't see the game. I was doing something else, obviously, but 
the fact of the matter is that it's a terrific performance. It really is, and, and good luck to them. Uh, and, you know, what is it? Was they win 10 in a row or 11 in a row to win that comp? Mm. I mean, you can't deny them. Fantastic. So a great effort, Leo Crowley, um, Duplessis Cariffi, just wonderful. Uh, and, you know, uh, Canterbury, what, six years without a, an NPC title. So uh, with all the talent that I've got down there. So, you know, a hell of a win, Ricardo, a hell of a win. And here I was thinking that the only reason you rung me this morning is because Spurs got knocked over 2-1 last night. Well, I was going to leave that till the very, very end, Smithy, because I didn't want you to hang up on me mid-interview. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it hasn't been a, a great week for Spurs, hasn't it? Losing at United the way you did and then, uh, and then going down to Newcastle this morning. <laughs> Yeah, at home too. That's that hurts. I was actually after the game last night. We we did uh, being a Sunday night here in Melbourne. We did manage to find a bar, Ricardo, uh, just a, a bar just up on up from the hotel we're staying at, and they had Arsenal versus Southampton on. Uh, and honestly, it was midnight on a Sunday night. The bar was packed full of football supporters. Quite incredible. Awesome, awesome. That sounds great, Smithy. That sounds fantastic. Sounds like my type of town. Hey, mate. Thanks very much for coming on. Uh, always good to chat to you, mate. We'll let you go and uh, and get some get some brekkie, mate. But uh, keep up the good work. Been uh, enjoying the call from back here, and we'll catch up with you again soon, eh? Absolutely. New Zealand, keep winning. You can keep ringing, mate. <laughs> we will. We will. We'll hold you to that, mate. It is 18 away from midday here on SENZ. This is Mornings with Ian Smith and your chance to play Stumped. Uh, Smithy is going to go because he's going to go grab uh, breakfast, but you can play Stumped with me. If you want to play Stumped and have a crack at winning a $50 TAB bonus bet voucher, give us a call now. 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811. Jameson, straight Smithy's Cricket Update, thanks to Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.